Hi there. Welcome to Mind Warp. And as promised, we are going to be talking about that today. Yay! Wow, that's a lovely way to uh, kick off uh, this um, podcast. I was going to say series there. Uh, don't mind me. I'm used to making shows, not podcasts. Kind of a slight brag. Uh, ignore that, okay? <laughs> Alright, mm, what was I saying? Debt. Yes. We're gonna be talking. We're gonna be. T- we're gonna be talking about debt. Oh, God help me. Never mind. Ignore that. We're gonna be talking. God. Why is there so many interruptions? Jesus. Fuck. Anyways. We're gonna be talking about debt. Debt. Seal. What comes to mind when you think about death, death, or dying, or afterlife, or whatever you want to call it? Well, for most people, if you're religious, uh, heaven or hell usually come to mind. Or uh, for Muslims, it's Jannah or Jahannam. I, I hope I didn't butcher that. Uh, which is basically paradise and hell, which is basically heaven and hell. So it's basically the exact same thing, but it's also not. But okay, sure. Oh my god! Yeah. So basically, when people think about death, they think about heaven or hell. But what about for us atheists out here? Well, usually when we think about death, we think about the endless nothingness that is our. Uh, the void of darkness that we will go to eventually when we die that is what most at least i think that's what most atheists think that's just gonna happen at least that's what i think i i don't want to speak for everybody okay i don't want to be that guy all right yeah so either you think about that or you think about heaven or hell yeah either way it doesn't matter what you believe in it really doesn't uh, so, anyone, it doesn't matter what you believe in or whether you don't believe in anything or not, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. I don't know, we're all human beings and I don't think we should all stick together. Anyways, aside from uh, that whole jibber jabber, yeah, basically when we think about that, we think about bad stuff. We usually associate that with uh, dying. And killing and horror movies and all that weird stuff. We usually associate death and dying and we make it seem like a bad thing. So we usually associate it uh, with bad stuff. And uh, over time, um, we come to actually fear death. Uh, Some people, I'm not saying everybody. And we just have this general stigma around death and dying and all that kind of stuff and it's kind of um not talked about as much as it should be in uh, the general society and stuff which is kind of weird because it's the most the main thing that we all have in common which is oblivion or you know heaven and hell um that everybody's gonna die like literally everybody 
every single person that you've ever interacted with in your life is going to die. Oh yeah. So why don't we talk about it? Well, mm, well, because we don't really know what to talk about. What is there to talk about when it comes to death? Nothing much. You die, you die. It's, it's gone, you know? But the thing is that we become so stigmatized against that. I hope I'm using that word right. I hope you understand what I mean when I say stigmatized. I assume we stigmatize death and dying as a bad thing. And basically people, over time, like I said before, start to fear death and start to live their life very risk-avoidant and uh, very... Living their lives like it was meant to be lived, I guess, if you'd, if you'd put in that word. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I hope you kind of understand of what I'm trying to communicate. Anyways, so yeah, basically, you live your life normally, you grow up, uh, you go to school, you come out of school, then you go get a job, then you pop possibly maybe get married and you possibly maybe have a kid and then you go out and then you die and that's it that's life and that's all that you really need to live or is it so here's a famous quote um by a friendly neighborhood alan watts hold on i want to say it in the accent Alan Watts. Hold on. Uh, Alan Watts. Alan Watts. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the quote say the quote says, "In order to truly live, one must die before you die." And I'm pretty sure that sounds confusing. I probably will to most people. Um, but I'm going to try my best to explain what he means. And prove to you that he wasn't just some crazy old man. Not that I said, not that I thought that you thought that. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I just creating scenarios so that I can maybe try and be funny for once in my life. Oh God, please stop talking, Jesus. Anyways. Die before you die. Yeah. Basically, what he means is to live in the moment and realize that death is inevitable. It's a, it's it's right there. And the way and when you do that, a lot of uh, good things can happen. First one being, uh, you realize, holy shit. That there will never be a right time to do anything in my life. Because quite literally I can die tomorrow and I'll be fucking gone. Like even if I go to heaven or hell, there's no way I'm going to come back to earth and do any of the things that I wanted to do. Maybe I had a plan to travel the world and live your life or parachute or meet that girl or do some wacky shit that you wanted to do. I don't know what you want to do. I don't know what your dreams are. I don't know what your plans are. But yeah, you have probably, most definitely, probably, I don't like to uh, assume. 
probably have something that you're working towards or you want to do and when you realize oh you're gonna die that death is inevitable and you realize that thing that you've been putting off that really important thing that you've been putting off there's never gonna be a right time stop waiting for the right time because it doesn't exist there's no such thing as a right time do it now when the opportunity comes there is no perfect opportunity because perfect does not exist okay right so another thing that can come from um, realizing death is that uh, the fear of death magically disappears it's kind of the same thing but just explained differently <clears throat> so it basically means like all those uh, tasks and things that you are putting off let me just use this uh, example because it's the most uh, universal I believe uh, this person that you really think is cool and you've been wanting to talk to all semester uh, But you just feel like you don't fit the the qualities of a Cool person you don't think you're cool enough to go talk to them and um, You probably never do it or you just wait for that perfect moment when you guys are alone and you can talk to them <clears throat> And you never do it most of the times you end up never doing it and then you just sulk you regret not doing it at all and i've been there it's not a good feeling but when you realize that at any point in your life you can die you know all those tiny little fears that you have of you know never being able to talk to somebody kind of just disappear and i am living example of this Literally, if you asked me six months ago to go walk up to some random person and just introduce myself, I would have been like, oh God, you are crazy. I can never do that. That is insane. What if they blah, blah, blah. What if they think I'm a weird blah, 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 blah. I'm like, right now, right now. I'm like, shut the f*** up. I can do that. I, mm, it kind of depends on the situation, but I can confidently say, I can walk into a room and I can be like, hey, I'm here, pay attention to me. In a joking manner, of course, I would never actually say that in a serious tone, okay? And, you know, just talk to people and just, you know, be like, hey, how are you? What's going on? And just talk and start start conversation. And I think that's actually really cool because, you know, normally I would sit down by myself and be like, okay, so there's two people over there and there's one girl over there. What are the chances that they're gonna look at me when I'm talking to her? And I mean, like, like I don't, I don't really want to do it, you know. But what if she thinks I'm weird? What if she notices that I didn't really comb my hair? Or what if she notices my weird sport, almost half sport shoes? And I don't know. I there's so many unknowns, and I don't know what to do. And you just be scared. Me, <laughs> me right now. Oh, I don't give a shit. I mean, like I could die. Uh, I'm just gonna take the chance. I mean, like I'm not gonna die. I mean, like it's not worse than dying. If she doesn't give a shit, I ain't gonna die. So you know, I just go up and be like, "Hey, how how how's it going? How's it hanging?" And um, I don't know. I just talk and just 
talk about myself on this like I am on this podcast and every other place I am just be super exaggerated because I love doing that and it's fun and uh, just show my personality and just talk and that has really helped me in the past few um, months in really socializing and just getting to know people and I fucking love getting getting to know people it's amazing you know, getting to hear all the ideas and alcohol, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is not what this podcast is about, uh, this particular episode. Maybe I can talk about that in another episode, but not now. Okay, right, back to debt. Another reason why we fear debt is because of the unknown. Humans naturally fear what they don't understand. I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think you might have heard this pun somewhere, maybe in a TV show. Um, where some wise masters like people fear what they do not understand. That is why they haven't. You know, let me not go that far. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah, people understand what they. Sorry, people fear what they don't understand, and they try to create reasons for why that thing is happening so that they feel comfortable. That is why religions exist, and that is why science exists. We always try to give things a reason so that we can feel like, um, why do we do that again? I don't know. It's, it's psychologically imbibed in us. We have to have a reason for doing something. Something always has to have a reason. We always have to explain something. If not, it's just there for just being their sake. And that to us is scary because if, if that thing can be there for just being there sick then what's to say that we're not just here for being here sick all right let me give you a hilarious scenario you're in a room and there's this guy and he's offering you a million dollars wow but the catch is that he says to get the one million dollars you have to carry you have to carry up that uh, ironing iron iron over there on that table it's an imaginary table and put it on your face. He says that the iron was used possibly a few hours ago to a few minutes ago. And it says it might be super hot or it might be entirely cold. You don't know. What would you do? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me remove the one million dollars. He, he's not offering anything. He's just like your random friend who's daring you to put it to your face. Okay. No money incentive, because a lot of you probably say yes to that, but okay, no money. Okay, would you still do it? I'm going to leave you to just think about it. Well, you probably will, you probably will not. I'm, I probably won't. Well, I'm, I like, I'm like crazy, so I'll probably like try to figure out whether it's hard or not by doing some kind of weird test. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I but basically, the general public would not uh, do it. And I actually went to ask people and, you know, they said no. So I'm just going to assume that you said no. So, yeah. Do you know why? Because you don't know what uh, whether the, the iron is hot or not. Just the smear chance that it could be hot is frightening enough for you not to want to do it. You know, we fear what we do not understand. That is why, this is just a personal belief, okay? Please do not judge me for this. This is why I believe that we try to explain every single thing, either with religions, <clears throat> either with science. Yes, science is also part of that, because we always try to explain stuff 
about the universe either with special relativity and uh, we invent theories for everything yeah we always do that us weirdos we're always trying to explain everything with theories and science and i was about to say magic but you know it's not science it's magic anyways in short i don't know why it took me so long to explain that in short we fear what we do not understand and that i believe is why death is so scary now back to the same by alan watts alan watts to truly live you must die before you actually die now what does that mean well i personally internalize it as it means you must accept that death is inevitable whether it be tomorrow or it be in a few years or in a lot of years times as long as you understand that you are going to die someday as long as you internalize that and truly understand that I guarantee that you will start appreciating your life more that's one and you start to see the beauty in small things Possibly, I'm not sure, and if that was the case for me, and you start to see how some specific things in your life, maybe things you've been putting off, or things, bad things that have been happening to you, and you start to see them from a different perspective. And you start to realize how insignificant those problems actually are and you start tackling them like a boss go up to talk to that person but hey what's up i'm here i exist i want to talk to you because you realize how how rare it is that you are here at this very moment talking to this very person who should not even exist so same thing with you the very chance that you exist is insane all right uh the chances the probability of you existing at all comes out to one in ten raised to the power two million six hundred eighty five thousand yes that is ten followed by uh two million six hundred eighty five thousand zero bazinga <laughs> and for comparison the universe only has 10 to the power 8 80 atoms excuse you <laughs> what the fuck to all the atoms in the universe Compared to the chances of us being born, which one do you think is higher? Jesus Christ, that is insane. Very chance that you were born, that your parents met at the exact same time that they did. And, you know, had fun times at the exact same time that they did. And the very chance of you being the one out of mil, bil, sorry, I was about to say millions, millions of sperms making it to the egg 
just you. You were the only one that made it to the egg. And the chances of your parents' parents meeting and their parents' parents meeting and their parents' parents all the way back to the first humans. The chances of all that happening leading to your birth. Do you know how how small of a chance that is? The very fact that you exist to know that you exist is insane. Do you not know how amazing that is? It's really amazing and it's baffling to me when I just just be like, whoa, that is awesome. That is really awesome. It is insane. So yeah, after I've talked about all this cool stuff about, you know, accepting that before you die, all that kind of stuff, you'll be like, okay, how do I do that? Well, um, I'm just going to tell you how I came about it and hope uh, it works for you. Basically, I stumbled upon this random thing called Big Talk Questions, but where you basically skip small talk and talk to about talk about stuff that actually matters. And there was this one question that really stood out to me. And that question read, What would you do if you were going to die tomorrow? And boy, this question hits hard. And uh, I asked this to a lot of people. And uh, same thing with the person who started this. And usually they reply with, Okay, first off, I'm going to go spend time with my family. Or they say I'm going to get laid or eat all my favorite foods, uh, be with all my favorite people, or make some make some amends with people that I've loved and just do things that they never got the chance to do because they know that after that, it's over. Because really, think about it. Nobody really knows what happens after that. Sure, you could say it's heaven, hell, whatever the hell you think it is. Oblivion. We don't know. Because every single person that claims to know that, every single one of them are alive. They haven't died yet. How the fuck do they know? It's fucking infamable. We can't possibly know what comes after death. And so, this might be it. This might be our last chance to talk to that person, to start that dream job, to quit that horrible job that you don't like, or to drop out of that stupid course or school that you don't like that's making you happy, and do something that does make you happy, or start a relationship, or settle down, or do whatever makes you happy. Because why spend your life doing something that doesn't make you happy? It's the only one you get. So please, do not waste it. It is so incredibly rare that you exist. Please don't waste your life doing things that don't make you happy. Alright. So now you're probably like, damn, wow, okay, <laughs> that is a lot to take. I don't know how you feel right now. Maybe you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Memento Mori. Remember that. 
Memento Mori, an object kept as a reminder of the inevitable and impending doom that is death. One that comes to seek every single person on earth. Every single living being that has ever existed and ever will exist is death. Every single thing that has ever been conscious in any way will die and be born over and over again until extinction and for whatever reason you and your small little pathetic life are complaining at the fact that you think you're not good enough to go talk to the girl I don't mean to insult you I'm not trying to insult you okay I'm just saying compared to dying and uh, not be having the guts to talk to somebody, you know. I think which which one is worse, you know. I think dying is worse. So why not, you know, just go say hi. You don't have to do it, okay? Like if you don't want to, I'm not. I'm not like forcing you to do it. I'm just saying. Like the thing about science that I really love is how insignificant it makes you feel, you know. Because we are in this big ass universe. And I feel like people don't understand the scale of the universe. When they say, yeah, yeah, the universe is big. It was made by God, all that cool stuff. Uh, I don't think you really grasp the understanding of how big it is. It's really big. And when you do understand how big it is, you come to realize, and I realized this at a relatively young age, you come to realize that all the horrible things that are happening to you oh, and will happen to you every insult every single bad name you got called every single time you take went to go take a shit every single time you woke up every single time you went to sleep all of that is nothing compared to all the things that are happening right now far light years away Black black hole just collided, probably ninety six hundred thousand billion light years away, and I will never be able to see it. You are very small and insignificant. You are just nothing but just a puppet, living a life floating on a rock, trying to find happiness, but will probably never find it. So why not just spend your life doing shit that actually makes you happy? Because what's the point? There is no point. <laughs> there is no point to any of this. So try and find meaning by doing something you care about. Or helping somebody else find their own meaning. Because it all really comes down to just, you know, living and just enjoying what you have. And so, as I greet, greet you farewell, I give to you a saying, which I say to you now. Memento mori, remember that, for it comes for all of us.